Yeah, it was, there's, there's a lot of things involved. Number one, it was the fact that I had, I never, like, I didn't think it was possible. Like, I didn't believe it. Remember, I was listening to podcasts and I didn't believe this person. So I showed up in person. I paid a bunch of money, okay? I paid $25,000 and okay. I was incredibly cheap. Like, I, I didn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't even buy a book at that time. I had a library card and I would go to the library and check out books. And I didn't think of it as an investment in myself. It just sounded like a big expense to me at the time. So I had to get over that. I got over that fairly quickly after a conversation with my dad and a couple other people. And, um, and when I got there, when I got to that meeting and I got around these people, what I realized was if they can do it, I can do it. Like yep. it's, and it is real. It was real. Like You're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show, a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. Hello, We Love Equity family. I'm excited today to introduce, you know, a, a person that I'm really becoming to really to really starting to follow very, very heavily because he's doing multiple deals in multiple markets. Um, he is the leader of this intense mastermind, also called 7FF, which is um, seven-figure flipping. So right now, I want to introduce Bill Allen to the show. Bill, how are you doing, sir? Doing good, Marcus. Thanks for having me. Great, great, great. So I met Bill. Um, you guys heard the podcast with like Becca Shea and Mike Simmons and Andy McFarlane. Well, Bill is affiliated, associated, and the leader of this group of highly motivated, highly productive uh, wholesalers and flip, flip, fixing flippers. So, Bill, tell us, man, kind of introduce us. I know that you're right now doing deals across the Southeast. I mean, you're in Huntsville, Nashville, um, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Pensacola, Florida, uh, Nashville, like I said, so all across the Eastern Seaboard, man. So real quick, give us a brief introduction. I know you have a military background. So for those who don't know, give us a brief introduction of who you are, and what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I was a military pilot for the Navy. So I flew uh, airplanes and helicopters for the Navy for a long time. And while I was doing that, I was moving around all over the place and I started getting into rental properties, understanding real estate. And I started flipping like one house a year. Uh, I had a realtor, I was buying a rental property. A realtor told me that I could fix it up and sell it and make a profit. And I said, all right, let's try it. We did, we made $43,000 and that was half of my military salary pretty much. So it was okay. a game changer for me. And uh, then the next, it took me six months to find my next deal. I was like swinging the hammer and working on that house and jumping it, like I did all the wiring and I, I did all, I did all kinds of stuff in that house. And I was just gotcha. like, trading time for dollars. I had no idea. Uh, in fact, I went back and did the math recently on a presentation that I did. I was making like $11 and 80 cents an hour for all the time that I was <laughs> working in that house because it took me six months to fix it up. And then it took me six months to find the next house. And I did another one. I did the same thing. I went in there and I was doing a lot of the work. I hired more of the work out, but I was stopping by the prop project on the way to work, on the way home from work. Every weekend I was there. 
basically had a second full-time job. That one took me six months and I made $45,000. And okay. that's kind of when I realized that something's got to change, right? I can't, I can't continue to do that. I wanted to flip 12 houses a year. I wanted to figure out how to make it the, the thing after I retired from the military that I was going to do. And uh, then I started listening to podcasts like this one. I heard somebody who was doing 100 houses a year. And I said, That's, there's no possible way. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to do one and it's, I'm struggling. And so I joined that same mastermind. Like I actually bought into Seven Figure Flipping as a member. I was one of the first students of the mastermind group. And we had 20 of us show up to an event in uh, January of 2015, I think was the first year. And um, like the rest was history. I did 67 deals that next year, that same year, 2015, 67. I went from one house a year to 67 while I was flying full-time for the military. We did uh, 12 rehabs and 55 wholesale deals. And that was in eight months because it took me four and a half months in 2015 to find my first one. So it took me four and a half months of marketing, of hiring somebody, all that stuff to find my first one. So 67 deals. The year after that, we did 135. Then we did 187. And then we've been doing consistently about 160 the two years after that. So um, it's kind of high volume. I've expanded into some different markets, built out my team. I've got a COO, Nate Johnson, who runs the company day to day. Um, so he, I work two hours just kind of get on a call with him. Uh, we had our call yesterday, actually. Um, just check in, see what's going on mm -hmm. and how I can, um, what kind of barriers he needs removed and some higher level stuff. And, um, and then I ended up about a year, almost a year and a half ago, buying this seven-figure flipping company. So I was a paying member. I became a coach. I turned into the, uh, the membership, the fulfillment, kind of like membership development person okay. in there, uh, the back-end client relationships. And then I uh, became the COO and then, uh, Justin Williams was the owner of the company when I joined and he kind of said, I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to move out of this business. Are you interested in buying it? And I said, no way, no chance. And then he kept kind of talking to me. A couple of days later, we had this uh, Zoom handshake on a price on a deal for the mastermind. And I, uh, I'm the owner of it since July 1st, 2019. So okay. that's the story. I spend about 40, 50 hours a week, at sometimes 80 in the mastermind group, seven figure flipping, trying to do the same thing that I did in my other business. I'm trying to put the right people in place. I'm trying to build out a, a new company and I made tons of changes. We changed the names, we changed the, um, the branding, the logos, uh, what we do, how we execute on it, all that stuff uh, was basically changed in July of 2019 uh, to go with my vision instead of somebody else's vision. And gotcha. um, that's where I spend my time. So that's my, that's my world. I, I left the active duty Navy in uh, 2017, uh, April 2017, and I've been a reservist. I still fly for the Navy part-time. Uh, I got to do 60 days a year, and, um, and, so, and I'm, I'm in the 18th year. So full-time real estate investor, fly part-time for the Navy. I've got three little boys that keep me very young, that keep me bit crazy busy, and uh, that's my life right now. <laughs> so, so Bill, let me, let me ask you this, because I know some people are going to say, well, how did you go from doing two deals in eight months, 10 months, to then doing 65 deals 10 months later or eight months later. What was that that happened, that, that, that light switch or you know that aha moment that made you go from two deals in eight months to nearly 70 deals the following eight months? Yeah, it was, there's, there's a lot of things involved. Number one, it was the fact that I had, I'd never, like, I didn't think it was possible. Like, I didn't believe it. Remember, I was listening to podcasts and I didn't believe this person. So I showed up in person. I paid a bunch of money, okay? I paid $25,000 and okay. I was incredibly cheap. 
Like I, I didn't even, I didn't even buy a book at that time. I had a library card and I would go to the library and check out books. And I didn't think of it as an investment in myself. It just sounded like a big expense to me at the time. So I had to get over that. I got over that fairly quickly after a conversation with my dad and a couple other people. And, um, and when I got there, when I got to that meeting and I got around these people, what I realized was if they can do it, I can do it. Like yep. it's, and it is real. It was real. Like the curtain was pulled back. I saw that I saw what they were doing. Um, I saw Andy McFarland sitting there in the meeting, not, not with a computer or a phone for three days, never talking to anybody. And I was getting emails from, from him, from his uh -huh. company, in his name of deals that they were doing. And he was sitting, I'm watching him sit there and he didn't send this email. Like he can't just send emails with his mind, right? He's exactly. sitting right there <laughs> in full attention, focused on us and his company's running without him. And so I said, okay, this is possible. And then I got to know him. He's a down to earth guy. He's like a great person. It's not like you yep. have him on the podcast and people yep. have heard him. They know like just an amazing human being. And I just saw if they can do it, then I can do it. Like, and, and so that's first, the first step, like getting permission to do it, realizing that it's possible. And then the second was all the, like all the things that I needed. I feel like I had these, I had the puzzle pieces. Like I had I was going to YouTube University and I was on uh, these online forums that were free and I was buying these books and I was basically like learning it myself. So I understood yep. the concepts. I just didn't have the roadmap to put all these puzzle pieces together. And so what I got was I got access to kind of the, the, the gold mine, right? I got access to the map and that treasure map led me to be able to like systematically just start building my business. And it wasn't the fact that we did 67 deals overnight. It was the fact that I hired one person to do one task and we saw minimal success. Like yep. we remember I hired this first person and four and a half months in, we did our first deal. We actually didn't do business until I hired a, another salesperson on hundred percent commission because I wasn't the best salesperson and I wasn't available. I didn't have any time. Gotcha. So the three of us, is when this thing kind of exploded. I was doing it by myself for a year before that with no success, uh, very little to no success, direct mail marketing and, and do, going direct to seller. So those couple of things, I think having the roadmap, like having the treasure map, understanding that it's possible, seeing other people do it and giving me the confidence that I can do it, if I just believe in myself, which I do, like I, mm -hmm. I think that if you put me in a room with a bunch of other people who are doing more than me, it won't take me long to try to fight and claw my way up to the top of that room and make sure that I am one of the leaders in there. And I just know myself really well. So those were a couple things and just doing one deal at a time. You know, I didn't want to go. My goal to keep in mind that year of 2015 was to do 12 deals. 12. That was my goal. One like, a month. So I, uh -huh. I didn't come out the gate trying to do almost 70. I said, I want to do 12. And next thing we knew, we're just popping more contracts in there. And I said, all right, I got to, now I got to figure out how to execute these things and not be afraid to go over 12 to 20 to 30 to 50. And next thing I knew, like we're sitting there in November and December doing 10, 12 deals a month. It was so, crazy. So it sounds like um, one of the things, because I went through this struggle when I got started, it was that scarcity mentality. It was, okay, I have this, this limited resource, this limited amount of capital and I'm just going to try and do it all my own. I'm going to go to YouTube university. I'm going to Google things and try and, you know, piecemeal it all together and try and get that first deal. And then once you get that first deal, then it's like, okay, that's proof of concept. I was able to do it. Let me do it again, you know, and get that second deal. But it's that mind shift knowing that, Hey, you know what? 
I can do more. I can expand more when I bring people onto the team. But then you have that mindset of, okay, well, if I bring more people, will I actually close more deals? Um, or will I bring people in and then we don't close deals? What do I tell these people, you know, as far as, I made a promise that we're going to, we're going to make this money. We're going to do all of this stuff. So what, what happens if that doesn't execute? So guys, I'm here to just let you know that you have to step out there on faith, take that risk and really make some things happen. If you're trying to piecemeal it together right now, um, and you're going through YouTube university, just like Bill and I said, you know, get that initial information education get a couple of deals closed and then you have to be around the right people proximity is power you know i had that mindset well i'm never going to pay this amount of money to be in the mastermind i'll figure it out i'll make it happen and it was four or five years and i'm doing you know eight deals a year ten deals a year and it was good money but when you listen to the podcast like you said bill and you're hearing people saying well i did 100 deals this year and it's like how in the heck is that possible? You know, but once you get around the right people, you can see that those possibilities are endless because those mastermind people that's doing a hundred deals a year, they're imparting into you what they're doing. They're, they're showing you that roadmap, like you were saying. Yeah. One, one thing I, I do want to mention is a lot of times we throw around like deal numbers and size of companies and gross profits and things like that. And I've seen it. I've been on, I've been in this group for, you know, since it started over five years ago. And I've seen people come and go. I've seen people try to get really big and not make a lot of money. I've also seen people kind of want to stay small and keep it all. And just, they just did a ton of work. Like they just mm -hmm. could not remove themselves. So everybody's different. And I think the cool thing is, I, I remember before I owned the company, there was a lot of like kind of, not necessarily like beating on your chest and, and talking about how, how big your numbers were, but people would think that from the outside and see that like, Oh, I, this group is all about trying to get to seven figures or multiple seven figures of top, like gross profit. Right. How much are they actually making? And now I've re what the concept I've realized is everybody has a different journey that they want to go on. Some people want like me, like I wanted to be removed from my business. I actually make less money now than I made in 2016, 2017, when I was doing a, a lot of work and it was just me like 2015, 2016, I made probably the most money that I ever have before in my business. So we do more volume now, but I make a little bit less money, but I don't work at all. Like, like I said, I work two hours right. a week. So for me, I wanted to go do something else. And so everybody's a little bit different. Somebody really loves like swinging the hammer and fixing up some of the houses. And that's where they get a lot of their joy. Then that's okay. Like we can show you how to like build your business around what you want. Not necessarily everybody's, everybody doesn't look the same. Like everybody's yeah. business is different. Everybody's. Uh, idea of success is different. Everybody's on a little bit different journey and that's okay. And I, so I'll mention that to everybody that's listening is it doesn't have to be that you like somebody's doing a hundred deals and you need to figure out how to get there because you can burn yourself out and, and actually go broke trying to do that and go too fast. So I actually was like organically growing and scaling. And there's, there's this concept that somebody gave me um, uh, recently and they said, you can build it or you can buy it. And mm -hmm. for me, it was like, that's so interesting because like, if you spend some money and invest in yourself and get around folks like I did, like I got, I went a lot faster. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, I would never have the mindset that I have right now of what's possible if I didn't pay that money. But I think I would have had some level of success on my own 
it would have taken longer. I never would have built the company and bought this other company and done all these things that I've been able to do because I just, I never knew anybody that made more than $200,000 a year. Like that to me was like, that was like top of the world. I knew <laughs> that there were athletes out there and, and celebrities and all these actors and stuff that make millions, but like that wasn't even in my world. And when I got around people that were making millions of dollars a year and, and if I sat next to them on an airplane, I wouldn't even realize it because they're wearing t-shirt shorts and sandals yep. just like yep. me. And they're down to earth and they're not flashy and all that stuff. And I mean, I think Andy still drives like a 2005 Acura or something. So, you know, when you think about that, it's totally shifts the way that you think about, about money and growth. So, and so you have the opportunity to build it. So like my dad, who took 10, 15 years to build his engineering company, eventually got to the point where it was valued at multiple millions of dollars, or you can shortcut the learning curve and actually buy it by hiring some people, spending some money, taking a little bit of risk there. Right. But you're not, taken 10 or 15 years, you can do it in a year or two. And that's the difference in, in my mind. So I really encourage people to, to think about, not, not about an expense, but what's, this, what's the plan of where you're going and where are you going to invest the money? And by no means am I telling everybody that's listening to this to come join Seven Figure Flipping. We would love to have, mm -hmm. but we might not be the right fit for you. And you want to find the place that you fit. Like we find your tribe, the people that you're the best fit for, and, and then figure out what their goal is. Like our goal is to unlock freedom for our members. Like that's, when I think about what I want to do for our clients, it's to unlock freedom. It's not to get them to 2 million, 3 million, 4 million in gross profit. It's whatever their freedom path and freedom journey is. And that might be, hey, I just want to go from doing 10 deals a year to doing 30 deals a year and not have to spend as much time in my business. Okay, gotcha. how do you get there? It might be, I want to build a $5 million, $10 million company. Okay, we have people that are doing that too. Let me go hook you up with them. And everybody's a little bit different. So, I mean, those, those were some golden nuggets that you, that you put in there, Bill. Um, one of the things that you were saying, really, it's the mindset, you know, knowing how you can go from A to B and knowing your journey. Like you said, not everybody wants to build a multi-million dollar wholesale or flipping company. Some people just want to be taken off their job where they can work independently on their own. So Bill, let's, let's kind of go back. I know where you are now. I'm assuming the people know where you are now. You have two successful businesses. How did you get started going from the military to getting that first deal? I want to take you all the way back for the people that are saying, okay, yeah, we got this high producing individual on here, but how did he really get started? You know, so how did you secure that first deal? What was that marketing plan? What did you do? Well, if, yeah, so let's go back to the first flip because I, I bought um, the first rental property that I bought, um, I was living in and I bought with a conventional loan, bought it on the MLS. I paid more than retail for it. I really fell in love with it. And then I ended up fixing it up myself. When I moved out, I rented it out for a while. So that was my first house. My next okay. one after that was a short sale that um, I moved to uh, Southern Maryland. I went to England after that, actually. I went to test pilot school in England and came back to Maryland to be a test pilot for a couple of years. And when I was in Southern Maryland, Patuxent River, Maryland, I, uh, there was a realtor that was working with us to find a rental property. So we found, we actually rented a house that was really close to the base. It would be perfect. I, I was just, just, got, just getting married um, to a woman that I met in England. So my wife, Lucy, we were getting married. And we rented a house right there by the base because I wanted to be home as often as possible. This realtor went out looking for a, a property for me to buy. I bought, I used another conventional loan to buy a short sale. It was a thousand square foot basement that I finished myself, added a bunch of value, rented it out. And so that, those are my first two deals. And, okay. and I tell that story because the realtor plays into the third house that I bought. So the first flip. And 
So at that time, I was saving up 20% down payment for these conventional mortgages. This was in 2000. The first one was 2009 that I bought. The next one okay. was 2012 or 13, 2013. And so I, at, two, at the same time, I said, look, I'm looking for another rental property. I got that one rented out. I got it fixed up and I, I got it set up and it was renting. And I said, I'm looking for another rental property. And that's when I realized I could start raising money. So I started raising money. I actually took money out of my 401k. So you can take okay. up to 50,000 or half of what you have in your 401k, whatever's higher now. Uh, in with the CARES Act right now, there's some other potential to take a little bit more than that out. Um, probably not the form to dive into that, but there's a possibility that you could use some of that money um, to invest in a deal like this. So I took out $50,000 and I raised some other money because now I have a little bit of credibility. Yep. Like I have two rental properties. I was posting about it. I'm fixing stuff up. I'm handy, things like that. So we found another, another property from an auction website. So this was, uh, I think it's called Hubzoo now, Hubzoo. or maybe it was okay. Hubzoo before. It was Exome, I think, before that. Um, so I, I don't know which one was which. But we, it was an old auction website in 2013 that my realtor found this, or actually I found this property. My realtor let me in. It had a foot of water in the basement when we got there. Um, the front, the front uh, floor was like damaged. It was just an old beat up house. And I said, this would be perfect for a rental property for me. So we ended up putting an all cash offer in on, I remember I was, I was at my wedding down in Nashville. We were about to get married. And I got this email that says, uh, your offer has been accepted. accepted. Click here to sign the contract. And I was like, oh crap. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never put in a cash offer. I just put it in. I was like, they'll never accept this. It was $30,000 below their asking price. I didn't understand how it went. And they're like, You're, you've been charged for the $5,000 fee already. Just click here and the house is yours. And I was like, what is happening? This is so weird. <laughs> so I bought that house and I was planning on making it a rental property. My agent said to me, you can fix this up and make, and make money, like I said before. And I said, okay, let's, let's do a renovation and resale. She wanted to make a double commission. She only got like $1,000 on the a front end commission. So she wanted to make more, right? And um, so we fixed it up. I got some contractors. How, how did I find it? I just found it on an auction website. On auction. Um, I funded okay. it with myself and some friends and family money. So all cash. And my plan was to rent it out, like fix it up, rent it out and refinance my money back out. And then so go do, do that the, over and do over the burr again. method. Yeah. You were looking burr, at doing right. the burr method. And exactly. The, and the, and, go ahead. The reason why I was asking you this is because, you know, some people will say, okay, well, yeah, this guy, he has multiple, you know, million dollar businesses. He must've started with something, but hearing your story, you started with your W2 earned income and you took the traditional path, got a conventional loan and you started with one house at a time. So guys, if you're listening, well, you are listening. You see that this path is nothing earth shattering. It's not difficult, but you have to make that commitment to yourself, to your family, to your friends and say, if this is what I'm deciding to do, then you have to get out there and do it. So I didn't mean to cut you off, man, but I thought that was a good point to, to drive home for some people that are kind of sitting on the fence thinking, you know, well, you got to have a ton of money in order to get started as a real estate investor. No, I mean, if I can turn back, like, I'll tell you right now, there's, there's, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know. There's a whole underworld of real estate that if you listen to this podcast, you already know about it. Like, you know, yeah. 10 times more than I knew. And the only thing that I knew was talk to a real estate agent and go buy houses on the MLS or like look for foreclosures or anything that I was hearing on a podcast. So that deal was right off the, uh, at a foreclosure auction. 
And I, there was like termites eating the property. There was actually a wall in the basement that wasn't even installed. That was a load bearing wall for the whole house that I totally had no idea wasn't there. I had an air conditioning oh, wow. guy come in and go, Hey, I'm not working on this air conditioner until you put that wall in that's supposed to support the whole house. And I was like, what is he talking about? I went over there and I was like, Oh yeah, there probably should be a support here. <laughs> and so had somebody come in and just frame up a wall for me. I mean, I'm, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I, none. I was just figuring it out along the way. And um, I will say that's kind of like the lesson of mine throughout my entire career so far. Like I'll figure it out. I didn't know how to buy a company. Like I didn't know mm -hmm. how to buy the mastermind group. I, I, it was very uncomfortable for me right, uh, to do out. that. And I just jumped and said, okay, let's go. Like I'll figure it out. And so I'll ask the people, ask the experts. So so that, and then the next house after that one, we renovated, resold that one. The next one after that was, I started under, like hearing about all of these different ways to buy houses. I started doing some direct mail marketing. I started marketing directly to sellers. I had moved to Pensacola, Florida by then. And I was looking for my next deal. I had money. I had, I had the same capital that I had just removed from that other property just sitting there. It took me six months. I wasn't getting any traction from the letters I was sending or anything. And I just saw a, a sign for an estate sale. And I had just heard a podcast from somebody that said they bought a house at an estate sale. So, and I was, I seriously was about to quit. Like I was done. I was frustrated. I wasn't finding properties. I was spending money on letters and stuff. And I was like, I just don't know. This is a totally new game. I don't feel like I'm cut out for it. And I'm in my flight suit. I make a right turn. Some, I have this calling, right? That yep. is just like, turn right here. Just go there and figure it out. I go there. I start looking at some books. I'm in uniform. I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't even know what to say here. I have like some crappy business card that I had just created. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even have an LLC, by the way. All the houses that I bought before, I bought in my own name, flipped them in my own name, all that stuff. And so I didn't even have a company, you know, it was just build a house buyer kind of thing. And I started looking at their books and they had these old blue jacket manuals from the Navy. So I was like, hey, is somebody in the Navy? She's like, yeah, my husband, um, this is some of his old uh, blue jacket manuals from the 70s. And I was like, this is so cool. Like I have one for me from when uh, recently, but I, I would love to buy this if it's okay to put it next to mine. Just kind of talked a little bit and her son was there and her grandson was there. So then I sat down with her son and said, hey, if you guys are interested in selling this house, you know, I'm, I'd be interested in, in talking about buying it. And he said, well, we got a real estate agent coming in a couple of days, but we'd love to hear your offer. So three, four days later, under contract for my next flip. And so just like, if I didn't make that right turn, I, I might not even be doing real estate right now. You know, it's just mm -hmm. like there was, we're on this path and this journey and you, you get this calling, you have the choice to accept the calling or not, right? Yeah. Like these things are happening. It's all, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm a very faith-based person. Like I'm Absolutely. a follower of God. And I like, I feel like all of us have, like, if you look back, on the journey that you've gone through up to this point, like these things are lining up and happening for a reason to guide you and direct you to where, where you're going. And there's That's a lot right. of times where you have the choice to, to keep going or to turn around and go the other way. So um, that was like very simply, that house I flipped in my own name too. I built a company in LLC after that when I joined the mastermind group. I basically took the, took the profits from there and said, all right, I'm gonna invest $25,000 in my education and figure out how people are really doing this business. And that's when I got the, the hard, like the, all yep. the lessons on what to do and what not to do and stuff like that. So a lot of people put up these self-imposed roadblocks. You know, they say, well, I don't have an LLC. I don't have money. Um, you went through six months of doing direct mail, not getting a deal. Most people would have said, you know what? 
screw this, I'm done. You know, this doesn't work. Everything that I'm hearing on these podcasts and on YouTube doesn't work. I'm just going to give up. And you sound like you were mentally, you were almost at that point. And then you had this epiphany to make this right turn. So I was saying that to say this is that guys, when you're at that roadblock, because it took me eight months in order to do my first deal. And I mean, I was questioning myself. I was, you know, how come I can't figure this out? You know, why is everybody else figuring this out? And I'm not figuring this out. Um, I'm doing everything that everybody is saying on YouTube and things like that. What is happening? Woe is me. You know, he started getting all depressed and then boom, the light bulb go on. You, you make a right turn and things happen. And for you, for you guys that do know, I'm going to share this with Bill real quick. The stories are so similar. Me and my wife, we were driving home from church one day. This is eight months of trying to do deals not getting anything. And me and my wife, we would always go into open houses. So we was in our community. We said, you know what, let's just stop in this open house and just see what's going on just out of curiosity. And uh, while I was in there, I was just led to talk to the, to the realtor. And I said, man, you know what? I buy houses. And if you know of anybody that have a house that, that needs to sell pretty quickly, you know, let me know. Here's my card, little raggedy card from the UPS store. You know, again, no LLC or anything like that. I was just like, let me just try this. And uh, lo and behold, two days later, he gave me a call. And uh, it was, no, it was the next day. He gave me a call and he was like, you know what? I do know this lady that's in distress, going through a divorce, so on and so forth. And I was able to close that deal and get that deal done. So guys, if you're in that position where you're ready to give up, don't, please don't listen to me, listen to Bill, listen to the other investors that were going through that long period of time where they didn't know, you know, where that next deal was coming from. And then out of the blue, it just, it just happens, you know, so have some tenacity, some grit in order to get it done. So Bill, okay. So now you got this, this deal done. Um, you join this mastermind, kind of walk me through that process because I mean, you, you just closed your first deal. You know, you, you have these other rental properties, but $25,000 is not cheap. You know, it's, it's, it's not a little bit of money. So what in your mind said, okay, I can take this $25,000, which could be more marketing money or add it to a, you know, down payment on the next property. What gave you the gall to say, here's $25,000. I need to learn this. You know, the interesting part of that question is it wasn't even proven yet. Like it wasn't even a thing. I didn't even know what I was getting. So, I mean, it's brand new mastermind group that I wasn't a part of. Like they had a smaller group that was a little bit uh, like really, it was cheap. It was uh, training videos. They were doing calls. And most of the people, pretty much everybody in the room that I joined, they, um, that mastermind group, they knew each other. And they all came from this, like almost like the, the um, junior leagues moving up to the, up. to the pros, right? And so I'm just this guy who's listening to this podcast and there was something, there was something that I was hearing. Like I was, and I, I know what it is now, but I didn't know then. It was these core values of, of Justin on the podcast kind of pulling me in and making me trust him, right? Like there was something, I was listening to probably three different podcasts at the time when I was driving to and from work and educating myself. And this one was the one that I would always go back to for some reason. Like I just, I kind of trusted him. And so when I, I, I 
I vividly, like clear as day, remember the three podcasts that I was listening to. One of them was when Justin interviewed his assistant, Vanessa, who, thank God, right now, Vanessa works with me inside the oh, company. Wow. She's absolutely <laughs> amazing. But she basically ran his housekeeping business. And so when they were talking, I was like, I need this person. Like, this is who I need in my life. Like, I don't have any time. I don't have, I don't like to do all this stuff. I need somebody that can help me. And so that was one that I was like, wow, this is incredibly valuable. Just that thing. And I remember meeting Vanessa at one of the mastermind meetings and being like, oh my gosh, like she is like way up here in my, <laughs> in my book, right? She was like the, I, I was like very uh, like scared to talk with her and stuff like that. It's kind of funny. I should probably tell her that story today when we talk. <laughs> and um, and the, the, ne the next one was Mike Simmons. You, you, Mike Simmons has been on your show yep. and he was coming on and there was this like, the whole concept of seven figure flipping was like, there's going to be a reward and a race to the first company that gets to a million dollars a year. And Simmons is on there talking trash. And then there was another podcast with another couple and they were kind of like, we're going to get there first. And he's going to get there first. And I just, my competitive nature just took over at that point. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, I want to be a part of this. These sound like really cool people that are just like me that I want to be involved in. And I want to go into that meeting. I was going to mm -hmm. local uh, meetups and real estate clubs and things like that. And I have nothing against them, but the bigger players in your market, they just don't hang out at the real estate no. clubs. They, they typically don't. You've got somebody who's doing 100 or 200 deals a year or doing like big hard money loans with, or, or you know, wholesaling, big fix and flip, apartment lenders. Like they're just, they're in more of a national meeting with other people sharing at a very high level. They just don't want to give away their stuff a lot of times, yep. right? Yep. And so I was going to those meetings and there were people that like, they would show up every month and they would talk about what they're going to do, but they wouldn't actually do anything. And then there would be people who would make like the big dogs in there were doing like 10 or 12 deals a year. And I was like, okay, that I mean, that's, that's who I'm aspiring to be right now. But when I heard a hundred, I was like, you know what? I just kind of rather skip the 10 or skip 12 and just team. go over to that area. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I want to be the person who shows up speaking at the, at the meeting. I don't want to be the person who's standing in the corner, like, you know, getting, uh, trying to figure you know, it out. Yeah. Just trying to like, who's who in the zoo. And so, um, so all of that combined, I was like, okay, this is something that I'm interested in. And then I remember him saying, and I, look, I'm behind, like, I'm behind like a couple months on the podcast. I was like catching up on his shows and they're like, you got to get in right now. We have this limit. We have this mid, like maximum number of people that we're going to put in. I'm like, oh no, I need to apply. And so um, I didn't realize it was like a month old. So I applied and I got, I, you have to put a deposit down at the time. I had to put a thousand dollars down. I was like, oh, okay, I'll put that on my credit card. And then I get this response. It was like, congratulations, you've been accepted. And I was like, wait, what? Like, they're like, here's the, here's the link to pay $24,000. I was like, whoa, 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 like, slow down. Okay. Wait a second. Uh, okay. Now I'm freaking out. So I remember calling my dad and I said, dad, you know, I got this, I got this house that's going to close $45,000 is going to come back to me. And I'm thinking about doing this, doing this thing. I'm thinking about investing 25,000. Keep in mind, like I've never bought a course. I've never been to an event. I, I wasn't even buying books yet. Like, mm -hmm. I seriously, I was going to the library. I was using an overdrive app on my phone, getting the free audible books and stuff like that. And, and he said, you know what, son? I, I said, I said, what do you think about this? Give me some advice. It's a lot of money for me. That's a car. I wasn't thinking about marketing money or other stuff like that. Like a lot of people kind of their objections uh -huh. now that I hear a lot. I was thinking like, this is a, this is a, this is a car. Like this is a Honda right. Civic right here that I'm <laughs> about to, about to like Give pay away. in. Yep. And he said, uh, he said, you know what? He said, it took me a long time to build the company. So I remember my dad, he was uh, building the company out of the basement. He's working like hundred hours a week. Like he would come home 
he would have dinner with us and then he would sit in his recliner, turn on Star Trek and he'd be out cold asleep in five seconds every night. And he was, you know, he was working. My mom was kind of upset a lot of times that he was going to be late for dinner and all these things. And I just saw him really hustling and grinding when I was, and as a middle school and high school. And then towards the end of high school, he made it like he was, he's like, would be at everything. He's at all my scout trips. My, he was the scout master. He was uh, at everything. Uh, come down to me with college. He take a week off, no problem, all this stuff. Um, and it's about 10 year journey. And he said, you know what, son? He said, um, it sounds like a consultant. He said, we bring consultants in. We pay six figures to these consultants to come in and tell us what's going on. And it sounds like this is a consultant for you. So what you have to decide is like, you know, is that worth it? They already know how to do it and what to do. And if you can kind of draft off them, then it makes sense. And I, I said, okay. And the, the decision-making process that I made, the reason that I said yes was I'm making $45,000 on this deal that I, that I just closed, right? Or I'm about to close, actually. I didn't right. even know that I could have had problems and it wouldn't close. And I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so, so what I asked myself is, jo would joining this group get me one more deal over the next 12 months, like would the information that they shared to me with me and all the techniques and systems and process and everything that they have, would it allow me to do one more deal? Like I already know that I'm doing one a year. I've done one a year for last year and this year. I know that I can do that next year, but would it, would I, could I get to two? Cause if I get to two now, I just made an extra $45,000 yep. that I couldn't do on my own. And this is only $25,000. So it was like a no brainer when I asked myself that question. Mm -hmm. So I think that, I think the thing that a lot of people struggle with is we're asking the wrong questions. Like we're looking at the decision totally different. You know, we're looking at it wrong. Like, is it a mistake or is it a, the right decision to do this nope. thing? And then you really have to define mistake. Like for me, um, a lot of people are like, well, what are you going to give me? What, are, what am I going to get for $25,000? Like, what is, what is it going to do for me? And it's like, I don't like, do you think that somebody could share one piece of information at one coaching call or one Facebook post or one event that you go to that could change your business by doing one more deal? One thing. Because if yeah. that's the case, then it just paid for itself like two times over for me. And so it was, that's when it became a no brainer. And obviously my dad giving me a little push, um, but I put it on my American express card. I got an American express card. Cause I was like, I, th I heard they have no limits. So I got one of those. <laughs> And I put it on there, put $24,000 on there. And then my house hadn't closed. It was like two weeks from closing. And I had no idea. I was just like, oh, I'll just pay it off in two weeks. When my house closes, I get $45,000 in the bank. I'll just wow. pay this off. Little did I know, I was so inexperienced that, I mean, I've had so many escrows fall out of contract and things yep. like that now yep. that looking back, I was like, man, that was a bad, that was could have bad. been a bad move, right? <laughs> yeah. But definitely like the, I, I, would, I would attribute that one decision, that one decision to probably the best financial decision that I've ever made in my entire life. And it has made me millions of dollars. Like I wanted to be a millionaire when I was, when I was, you know, 60, when I retired, mm -hmm. I wanted to retire from the military at 43. I would make like $35,000 for my military retirement every year. And I would have to figure out how to go back to work or I was planning on flipping houses, making a couple hundred thousand. And that was it. Eventually I'd be a millionaire. And you know, it changed everything. Like I, I'm, I'm there like multiple times over now because of real estate and because of that one decision. I w like I said, I would have gotten somewhere, but I wouldn't have gotten here without help. And so I, I don't know, that's my decision-making process. It was, I mean, seriously, if you ask the question a different way, 
in anything, not just like, should I spend $25,000 on a mastermind group, but ask every decision a, a different way. Like, are you looking at it right? Or could you look at it a little bit differently? And I just, I just did a podcast with Annie Duke. She's a professional poker player. She wrote a book called uh, Thinking in Bets and just wrote a new book called How to Decide that comes out in October. And she challenged me on all the ways that I'm thinking and how I'm making decisions. And it made me look back just now actually to that decision and say, just that one question asked yep. differently, no brainer. Like I would, I, and I'd pay 50,000 at that point, probably 40,000. There's probably, you know, not a, if I could go from one deal to 67 deals, like how many, how much would I pay for that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that I always tell people is it's about perspective. It's how you look at it, you know, because if you're coming from a scarcity mentality, your perspective is going to be, Hey, this $24,000 is a Honda Civic. This is a new car versus if you have a different perspective like you took hey this $24,000 or $25,000 is a down payment on me becoming a millionaire who wouldn't do that you know it's a lot of people that spending a hundred two hundred thousand dollars to get a education in the field that they don't even want to be in you know so it's all about your perspective guys you have to understand how to look at things. So Bill, we're going to take a brief break real quick. We're going to come back. And when we come back, we're going to go into some more of your story, your journey, and what you see next. So um, brief break, we'll hear a word from my sponsors and we'll come right back. PropString is the industry's number one tool for locating distressed properties and connecting with highly motivated sellers with 100% coverage across the US. PropString provides a deep dive into any property specific details making it easy to generate lists of distressed properties and contact to the owners. No other product or service can compare. Gain access to MLS property details like expired listings. You can pull accurate comps, even sale prices in non-disclosure states. This information is typically reserved for licensed real estate professionals, but it is also available to you in PropStream. Gain access to unlimited nationwide property search, comparable home sales, targeted marketing lists, and owner contact lookup, built-in marketing tools, hundreds of filters to search and sort leads. Start your free seven-day trial now by going to proud.propstreampro.com slash we love it. All right, guys, we have Bill Allen. Bill Allen is a fix and flipper, wholesaler, and experienced business owner from Pensacola, Florida, Nashville, Huntsville. These are all of the markets that he's in. I can go on and on and on and on. But Bill, coming back, man, um, you've had this massive success. You have done all of these deals. What is one thing that you would share with someone that is on the fence, you know, about really diving into real estate as their career or as their, you know, what they want to do? Well, I mean, I think in the, you know, the first half of the show, right, we talked about my story. And I think the, the, the reason that I was successful was just because I went out there and I took action. Like we were just talking about decision making. And a lot of times what we do and what I've realized recently is that we think that we know the outcome. Like we're making our decisions. We're, we're coming up with what we do based on an outcome that we think is known, right? It's like, like, are we going to be successful or not? Like, am I going to, am I going to do this thing? Am I going to, am I going to send these cards? Like, what is the outcome that I think 
Like it's almost like it's already known what the outcome is going to be. Like you actually have to go take action, get yourself in there to figure out what's going to happen. Like you just have to, it, there's, when you look at like probability and things like that, like it's not guaranteed that you're going to make money on anything that you do. You do. It's not guaranteed, you, like mentioned schooling. It's not guaranteed that you go to school and you're going to get a great job afterwards and make, you know, a bunch of, bunch of money. But you go to that school because, you know, the majority of people that get that degree, they have some sort of average salary that they get paid and you're starting to make your decision based on that. And I think in real estate, it's the same thing for us. Like we're, we're constantly like, we'll educate and educate and educate and not make it, not go take any action. So for me, like I just took massive action. Like when somebody told me to do something, I just did it. I was like, okay, like let's go figure it out. So I have three words that are written on my whiteboard, in, like all around my office and it's hypothesize, test and pivot. And so someone told me that, you know, I don't know, years ago. And I, I come up with some hypothesis of what I think is going to happen. I test that. And then if I need to pivot and adjust, and then I, it's, it's on a cycle. I just keep going through that cycle. And like, for me, I don't think ever, anything's ever guaranteed. I don't know if I'm going to make money or if I'm going to be successful, but I believe in myself. So I know that I'm just going to go take action. I'm going to, I'm going to analyze the results, you know, little, little by little over time. And then I'm going to make some adjustments. And the biggest advice I can give you is just like, get out of the books and go get out there in the field because that's where it is. I mean, I even, even to take it back to my dad's business, I remember talking to him and he's like, we've got this, like, we got this idea of what um, heating, ventilation, air conditioning is, plumbing, all the stuff, electrical, all the stuff that they did. But like when you get out there in the field, that's where you really learn. Yep. And I saw the same thing in the military. Like you can sit and I can sit in the simulator all, all day or like, you know, read the books about the systems or, or the tactics that we're doing. But when I get out and fly the mission, that's where we learn the best stuff. So um, take action. Yeah. I think that's so, the number one thing. People need to get out there and go. Yeah. So, I mean, Bill, what you're saying is theory versus practice. You know, you have that theory, you sit down and you, you educate and you get it all up here, but until you actually go out and practice, um, that's when it becomes real, you know, because some people, they'll get all of the education, but because of that one risk factor of possibly not making any money, they won't take any action. So, um, you're doing, you and your company is doing all of these deals, doing hundreds of deals. Um, Let's kind of go in just real briefly into some technical things. What is your number one lead source right now that right now that's working for you and your business? We're probably like 50-50. Absentee owned um, mailers. So we still do postcards. So absentee owned direct mail. Um, primarily absentee right now. It's just those houses can move faster. They're vacant. People are struggling with their tenants uh, during the pandemic that we're in. Um, and the owner-occupied folks, they just don't really want to sell and move somewhere yeah. right now. There's some, but it's just less. So we, we kind of moved heavily into absentee. And then uh, online advertising, so pay-per-click. Um, okay. I'll be as quick as I can with this, but it's an ecosystem. Like if I turned off my mail, my pay-per-click leads would go down. Because sometimes people get our mail, they see our logo, and they'll Google our, our company name, yeah. and they'll click on the pay-per-click ad. So I've coached a lot of people in marketing that they've been like, oh, pay-per-click is just getting me way better return than mail. I'm going to shut off my mail. Next thing you know, their pay-per-click drops and their whole business is like bleeding, right? Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. It's an ecosystem. As you start going into multiple channels, they all kind of feed each other in this, in this system. So just be careful about what you turn on and turn off. But that's, okay. those are the two for us. And they kind of like, they kind of like feed each other.
Because you hear nowadays a lot of people, especially in some of the competitive markets in Urine One in Nashville, and they always say, well, direct mail is dead. Direct mail is dead. You know, you got to go to online. You got to go to text messaging. You got to go to cold calling. You know, which those other mediums are, are working. You know, we're using text messaging. We're using cold calling and things like that. But our stable is still direct mail. It still works. Um, you know, I, Honestly, we just got a lead in today from a mailer we mailed two years ago from 2018. So you think that that person is not motivated. They are definitely motivated. They held that letter for two years and now, you know, we're going to make some money off of it. So guys, um, if you're looking into what marketing strategy to use, just don't be closed minded and think that I have to use one versus the other. Like you said, it is an ecosystem. You have to tie and mirror them all in together in order to really be successful. And especially to take that business to that next level where you're trying to go. Um, Bill, I know you have a team. I know you have tons of people. I am going to slowly but surely start talking to some of these people that are on your team to really get the community to understand what it takes in order to build you know, this massive business. But right now I want to pivot a little bit and I want to talk about flip, ha flip hacking live. I want to talk about that um, because it's an opportunity for people that want to hear from these million dollar producers, but they don't have the $25,000 to join a mastermind. So kind of, kind of introduce us to flip hacking live and what you guys have to offer with that, with that opportunity. Yeah, this is, this is the only event that we put on every year. We put on once a year and it's open to anybody. So all the other events that we put on, we put on a ton of events, virtual events, live events, all kinds of stuff. We did our, our first ever cruise this year in February. We do all kinds of stuff, but it's only for our like, paying mastermind members. This is one that's open to anybody. So anybody can come, they can get, and we put a lot of our mastermind members up on stage that are doing you know multiple million dollars a year. And what I tell them is like, look, you've got a time to present and what I'm expecting from you is that when you deliver your system, the thing that you're going to talk about, from the beginning to the end of your presentation, there shouldn't be anything left that the audience needs to have in order to go out and implement that thing in their system, in their business. So mm -hmm. last year, Chris and Heather Logan, they did, uh, presented their cold calling system. And he gave the, the, the script, the, um, the system that he uses, so the uh, dialer, um, a lot of the tactics, like how he, how he hires people, what websites he uses to go find the dialers, how much they pay them everything. Like at the end of that, you should be able to go implement an entire cold calling system in your business the next day or that day. You know, there's nothing left out. There's no upsells. There's not like, oh, well, here's half of it. Go to this landing page and go buy the rest of our course. It's that's it. So we want to like hack the pros, right? It's flip hacking live. Gotcha. Let's come in, hack the pros that are flipping and wholesaling. We've got some mindset people that come. I've hired some keynote speakers in the past. I've got some phenomenal keynote speakers this year. Um, we've got some, uh, I basically gave the challenge to everybody that's going to speak. We have 24 speakers and I challenged them each to say, how are you preparing yourself personally and professionally to go forward into the opportunities that are likely happening in the near future? So, um, a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Um, we definitely have like Chris Logan is coming back him and Heather are going to talk about virtual wholesaling. So be wholesaling in a market. You're in a really competitive market. You want to wholesale somewhere else, how you can do it exactly. He's going to lay that out. Um, we've got some sales and negotiation. We've got a guy who is in San Diego doing 80 deals without spending any money on marketing just by networking. And, wow. and he's got a system for that. He's going to share that. 
uh, of how like 80 deals in San Diego, he's flips yeah. 80 houses a year in San Diego, doesn't spend any money on marketing. Like think about what your net profit would be on that business, Massive. right? Yes, he's, he's one of our <laughs> biggest players in the mastermind and I convinced him to come talk about and share this with, you know, a thousand people, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it's just, it's, it's an event for, for anybody who's in the real estate world. It, my goal is just make you walk out better than you came. Like it will change your mindset, the way you think about things, the way you build a business, the way that you see things, give you the permission to go out and make a million dollars if you want, um, change the way that you think about all that stuff. And obviously it's, there's a ton of tactics and strategies and tips and things like that in there. I, I want every presentation, uh, every presenter to basically take the million dollar treasure map and give it to you. So by the time you wow. walk out of there, you've got $24 million treasure maps um, of different things that you could do. And um, they might not all be things that you're going to implement right now, but there's probably one thing there and everybody's a little bit different. Everybody needs a little tweak or something. And if you're already have a huge successful business, Think about like what a five or 10% tweak would do to your business. You know, for me, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars in my company. Just one idea, one thing from something like this. And it's all virtual. So you don't have to get on a plane. You don't have to get a hotel. You don't have to worry about um, whether you want to travel or not. And um, we're also doing it from a studio. So we're, build, build, we're building out a studio in North Carolina where I'm flying in the keynote speakers. They're actually going to speak from stage. I'll be there speaking from stage. We have an entire stage set up just like we would a live event and uh, we can stream it to people. So it's not like right here in my studio where it's a Zoom call and things like that. Very yeah. interactive. We're sending okay. people boxes of swag and all kinds of stuff ahead of time, just like a live event. We're going to get you pumped. And we have a, a Facebook group right now for the ticket holders where I'm actually having the speakers go in there and do some Q&A and like some, for the, the first 30 days ahead of time, we're going to, we're, it's starting right now. Like we're going to network. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to answer some questions. We're going to add value. Um, and do like early presentations basically before the event. So, so, so this is not just the traditional Zoom meeting, you know, everybody get on a Zoom, get a Zoom link and you sit there and you listen for three days. This is something that you said is going to be interactive. You know, I know that you guys have some games or some things going on um, like that. So, uh, that's flip hacking live guys. So Bill, just kind of, kind of share with us if you can, you know, some of the presenters that are going to be presenting and some of the topics that they're going to be talking about. Yeah. So, um, uh, Marcus, like you said, it's, I think we're a little bit zoomed out. We're a little bit like, um, yeah. oh my gosh, it's like a three day <laughs> webinar. Like I can't do that. My recommendation to anybody that's come is like set aside the three days. We're going to spend time together. We started 11 o'clock uh, Eastern time. And we go uh, Thursday, Friday. So it's October 15th, 16th, and 17th. We go late on Thursday, Friday. We get done around 5.30 Eastern on, on Saturday. And so set aside the time, focus, like be there. You don't know what you need. If you knew what you needed, um, you would already be doing it. So That's let right. me put together a three-day journey for you. Um, you know, set aside the time, just like you would be flying out somewhere. Set aside the time, go to an Airbnb, go to a hotel, uh, put, a, we, put a, a hanger on your door, say, sorry, you know, mommy or daddy is busy. Um, and get, get a babysitter, like schedule your meals, come up with that plan. It's really important to do that. Um, but the speakers we have, oh man, like we've got some awesome speakers. So uh, Andy McFarland is going to be sharing like his journey um, and show you a very uh, specific tip of how he has been able to retire at the age of 40 and what he used to get there. There's like one tool and strategy of his personal finances that he's going to share that is going to blow your socks off and show you how to really like accelerate your net worth. Um, and Andy, 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 real quick. Um, 
is really big on seller financing, guys. So if you guys, um, especially if you're wholesaling and you're throwing away those leads that are, you know, at ARV and things like that, Andy will definitely show you how to convert those leads into more money. So if you're throwing away leads, um, just just listening to Andy will be worth the money at flip, you know, being a part of flip flip hacking live. Sorry, tongue tied. Um, so if you're if you're wholesaling and you're throwing away those leads, man, I'm telling you, guys, people, please listen. Um, hearing from Andy will be will be a definitely a change and a shift in your business. Well, since you mentioned that at the end of this, let's do a bonus for your listeners specifically. We'll do, and I'll, I'll, I'll add in something uh, just for that. Since sweet, you mentioned sweet. So, we like bonuses. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Who doesn't, right? So, um, so Andy's one, Mike Simmons is another, he's been on the podcast, obviously yep. we talked about, and he's going to talk about, he started investing in 2008. So he's going to start, uh, he kind of like started investing in a, in a, a downturn and, and starting to come up back up and out of it. Right. So what I asked him to do was say, if you could go back, like all the lessons that you learned through that time, like what would you think about and do as we go into a recession and potential downturn in, in a marketplace and become more of a buyer's market? So what are all the things that you learned, the lessons, and what would you share like with yourself? What are you thinking about right now going into this next, you know, uh, I don't know, year, two years, three years? So uh, he's going to come prepared to talk about that. Uh, Terry Berger is going to talk about hiring, like a hiring system and process. So a lot of times hiring that first person or that 10th person is, Oh, yep. is, is tough. It's difficult. Yep. So how you can pick the right candidate every single time. Like we have brought this down to a science in, inside my company, inside his company. And um, so we work together on that presentation to figure out how to really get the hiring system down. Um, Becca Shea is going to talk about um, productivity and goal setting and things like that. Like how Excellent. you can, um, how you can do set really sharp goals to come out of this to prepare for this kind of opportunity. Um, we have a productivity expert that's coming named Nina Ferraro. She's gonna talk about um, how you can get more time back. Like a lot of people say, I don't have any time. Well, we're gonna show you that that's all a load of crap. Like you have a lot more time than you think. And um, Ariane Lemire is gonna come talk about personal finances and how you can get, like build your net worth and how you can make smart decisions and how you're gonna prepare for yourself personally and professionally to be ready for the opportunity that's coming. Awesome. Like how do you set up your, your personal finances. I, I've got a, a keynote speaker named Walter Bond. He spoke the last two years at my event. He's a previous NBA basketball player uh, for the Utah Jazz. Um, he played for the, I think he played for Detroit Pistons also. He is a absolute world-class public speaker. He's in, the, he's in the Public Speaking Hall of Fame. He is the best, like period, keynote speaker and public speaker I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of admirals, generals. Uh, I go to events all the time, I scout speakers. He will, his hour keynote will change your life. I promise wow. you that. He's amazing. Um, I, have, I have three of those. Uh, uh, so I won't mention the other two. Okay. Uh, but I've got, <laughs> I've got a guy in the multifamily space that's going to come talk about, um, he's a data uh, analytics person. So I asked him to come speak about um, the market trends and data and what to look at for the opportunities that are coming more in uh, the real estate space, single family space. So he's going to talk, he's going to show like, if you're a numbers nerd like me, he, he's going to, he's going to be the person you want to listen to. I just did that podcast with Annie Duke that I mentioned. I talked her into coming to speak about decision-making and uh, right. it's going to be, a, I, I'm actually, she's one of the people I'm most excited about and the newest speaker. I had to figure out how to make time for her because she was so awesome. Um, so she agreed to come speak at the event. I mean, it's, I, I could go on and on. These it's are just world like class. It's five world or six class. of the speakers. It's, it's like no event. I don't know if you, if you've never been to a real estate event, I won't have any problem impressing you. 
if you've been to a real estate event before and you think that we can't, it can't get any better than that, I, I will make it better than that. It will be, it's, it's a virtual experience. It's not just another virtual event or a, uh, one of the ones they call it like virtual summits. People right. do a lot of these where mm-hmm. speakers jump on for like, it's, this is game changing. There's a dashboard that like we're taking you on a journey. It's, uh, I'll, I'll show you. It's like okay. a three day movie and we'll so, take care of it. So, so I don't guys, know if you don't miss this year, because it might be the only opportunity we have to bring it this way to you for, because usually it costs, it costs $2,500 to get a, a plane ticket, a hotel room. Our tickets are usually a thousand dollars for the event. And this year, right now, it's, it's only $397 for a ticket. It's like $12 an hour. There's yeah. 35 hours of content in these three days. Um, so $397 is a steal. And guys, you can really take, and, and the reason why I can, I can attest and I can vouch for it is because I am a member of 7FF. And it was a big leap for me to make that jump, you know, to say, all right, I'm going to spend this money that where it could go to marketing or could go to something else. But I knew I was kind of capped at my level where I was at, but I knew that there were higher players in my industry doing what I wanted to do. And I knew that I had to invest that time and that money into myself and into my team. So the people and the speakers that, that Bill is talking about, are high level speakers that are actually doing deals. These are not people that are just on stage talking, but they're running businesses that are actually doing hundreds of deals a year. So Bill, I want to thank you, man, for providing this opportunity for our listeners to really be a part of Flip Hacking Live and to really educate them and build them and push them to challenge themselves to go in even further like you guys are doing me. Man, I can speak on behalf of like Becca Shea, the accountability groups, you know, are awesome. They, they hold me to the task on some of the things that I need to do. And I can see the fruit of what's happening just being a member already. So honestly, I want to applaud you for what you and 7FF are doing in my life. And I speak personally for me, not for anyone else, but I speak personally for me, you know, it is changing my life. And even my wife, she's looking, she's looking at me like, you're not worrying as much. I'm like, because I, I, my, my mind has exploded, you know, with all of the additional opportunities out here and not just the opportunities, but the systems on how to bring those opportunities to fruition. So um, I, I just want to thank you guys for that. And um, man, it's, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to have my pen, pad, paper, and I'm going to have my team with me as well so we all can learn and go to the next ne- next level. Well, uh, first of all, I want to say, uh, you know, thank you for that. Like, the, the, that, that vote of confidence is so important to me. Like, that, that feedback, like the accountability groups, I joined, I'm, I'm in one now for the first time as the owner of the company, and I'm going <laughs> through an accountability group on my, my personal world, like my personal world with my spouse and my family and things like that. Like, I'm being, I'm, I put myself up and uh, became vulnerable about what's going on in my world, right? So and now mm-hmm. I'm showing up every Tuesday morning and they're holding me accountable to uh, all the trainings that I'm doing and how I'm showing up for my family and, and all those things. So uh, it's really cool. And I even just posted my, my donut pictures. It's donuts with dad every Wednesday morning. And they were like, did you eat donuts? Because you said you weren't going to. And I was like, I had one donut hole. And they're like, they're <laughs> on me. And I'm like, okay, I can't touch the box downstairs, but I would normally eat the whole thing right now. So, um, but hey, I wanted to mention, uh, so there's one more speaker I forgot about. His name is Ryan Smith. He is a marketing genius. And what he's going to do is he's going to talk, you want to talk about marketing. That's like the hottest topic in the world. He's going to talk about not what marketing channels are working right now. He's going to talk about 
what marketing channels does he see? Like if he looks at his crystal ball going forward, what you can prepare yourself right now for a massive windfall of opportunity coming up. And what are like the, the few marketing channels that you can really dive deep in, build the foundation and get there before anybody else does. So you're not going to like, that's one that I, he's probably yeah. the, he's, he's fairly, like he's, he's somewhat known in the industry, but like he's, he's just a, like a silent assassin when it comes to marketing. And this is one that is going to, it's probably going to be most people's favorite presentation of the whole event on top of a lot of the keynote speakers. So uh, I'm pumped for that one. But I do want to, I do want to make an offer for your folks because I mean, we're, we're promoting it. So uh, you mentioned Andy McFarland's seller finance training. We've got four hours of his seller finance training that we sell for about 1500 bucks. And uh, so what I'll do is uh, I've also got four, the last four years of uh, recordings for okay. Flip Hacking Live. So what I'll do for your audience is I think you're going to put a link in the show notes or something yep, that's yours. Yep. If you guys buy through Marcus's link, then I'm, what we're going to do is we'll give you all four years of the last recordings of the events um, that we've never sold before. We only uh, have shared that with previous guests, uh, previous um, people that came to the event, and then they donated to our charity. We have a charitable component at the event, which you'll see this year as well. Okay. And, um, and so we've never sold those before. So you couldn't even go get them unless you're a member of our mastermind group or you were at the event and paid to come. And then uh, this four hours of seller finance training that Andy, I mean, this is a gold mine. If you actually watch this, use it, it's four hours of like a, of, a, of a course basically. And so we have a membership site that we can put you in that has all of that stuff. So if you get a ticket, use Marcus's link. Um, if, you, if you don't use a link and you're listening to this and it, you go to fliphackinglive.com, just put in like how you heard about it, put in this podcast. Like you heard me on this podcast. I'll make sure that Vanessa gets you guys all of those bonuses. There, it's probably like $7,000. We added up like $6,500 in, in stuff for uh, $397. So there should be no reason why you're saying no, that you can't go. But I don't want you to buy it for the bonuses. I want you to attend the event because it will change your life. It'll help you build your business. Like Marcus said, you'll get around seven-figure business owners and you won't have to pay $25,000 to hear what they're, what they're doing right now. So try it out for $397. See if you want to be a part of our world and check it out. Perfect. Perfect. So thank you, Bill. Guys, I'll make sure I have all of that information down in the show notes. So you can go to fliphackinglive.com. That's fliphackinglive.com. And then also I'll have a personal affiliate link down in the show notes as well. But again, it's not about the money, guys. It's not about the money. My thing with you guys is I always want to be able to provide you with quality content, quality people, quality speakers that are actually out here doing deals. So with that being said, I implore you to take this opportunity to listen to these seven figure flippers right now, because they, you're listening to me, I'm listening to them. So you can cut out the middleman and listen directly to them. So uh, remember that's Flip Hacking Live. All of that information will be in the show notes. Bill, we can go on for hours and hours and hours, but we don't have that time. I want to appreciate you and thank you again for being here on the show. Um, it's an honor to speak with you and to speak with the other members of 7FF, man. So thank you again. Absolutely. I had a, I had a really good time. You're right. We could talk for a couple more hours. For sure. <laughs> so guys, um, so we got some special things that'll be coming up that'll be going on between um, Bill and myself. So I, you guys will be on the lookout for that. But right now the opportunity is there for you to get the, the bonus hours of seller financing. 
We're going to be talking about marketing, all kind of information right there for you at fliphackinglive.com. And then again, I want you to be educated and not only educated, I want you to get out there and take action. So change your perspective, change your mind, enjoy the journey and get out there and take action. Okay, guys, thank you so much for taking this time to be with me on the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. Uh, I just really wanted to have Bill Allen on today, not just for Flip Hacking Live, but to see that the possibilities are endless when it comes to you being a real estate investor and moving beyond where you are to where you plan to be, because the, the opportunities, again, are completely endless. And even being affiliated and being a part and listening to these high producing um, investors, it has opened up the doors and opened up my eyes to what I can take my business to. And if I'm going, I would like for you guys to follow along that journey, take the limits off, remove the barriers and push yourself to think with a different perspective versus uh, thinking with that limited scope of, I don't have the money. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to find the right people. The right people and the right resources are out there. You just have to go out there and find them. So again, get out there, take action as Bill said, as I'm saying, and really make things happen for you and your family going forward. Guys, I enjoy being here with you. Remember to always enjoy the journey. All the information that you need will be in the show notes below. Talk to you on next week. I'm excited about where my business is going and I'm excited about where you're going as well. Remember to always enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com, also youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.